Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week 16 in the NFL. This is going to be our final recap of the season here. These the, Today's episode, tomorrow's episode, as fantasy championships are wrapping up today. It's crazy that we actually made it this far. I'm actually surprised the fantasy season actually happened, which that, that right there is a, was a plus. It was an odd one, but hey, it worked out. We're, we're here. So we're going to go through seven games today. We're going to go through seven games tomorrow. So if you don't you know, hear the game you want to hear on today's episode, just tune in tomorrow. We'll have it for you. So we're going to start this thing off. First game, Falcons, Chiefs. Chiefs get the 17-14 win. Um, not it wasn't a wasn't a great win for them, but they keep doing it. They're they're it's funny they're what now fourteen and one, but I feel like they haven't been necessarily dominant recently. All not all the time, but hey, they're fourteen and one. They're still better than anybody. In this one, Mahomes again, you know his his completion percentage his numbers haven't been great. A couple of these you know, a couple of weeks lately, but hey, what, I guess it doesn't really make too much of a difference. Two seventy eight, two touchdowns. So it wasn't like this massive fantasy day, but it, I guess it gets the job done enough. So I guess the story of this one was there's no um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, so we're thinking, okay, Le'Veon Bell's finally going to get his chance, right? And no, he was second fiddle to Daryl Williams today. I don't know. I don't know what happened to Le'Veon Bell. I thought, like, if the guy could still play, this would be the spot to show it. And, I mean, there's something there that why, why – I don't know. They, Andy Reid doesn't even give him a chance really today. So I don't know what happened to him. I don't either. I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. He's just not the player he used to be, whatever it may be. I mean, yep. maybe he's not blocking the way. Maybe he hasn't picked up the the whole package the way he needs to. I, I'm yep. not too worried about it. I mean, let's be honest. Like, if if you're at this point, you know, Bell is not the key to your success. So, <laughs> no, no biggie. But it is, uh, it, it's interesting year. for next year, I guess, a little bit. Like, is Le'Veon completely washed up? And I, I mean that in all due respect. I don't think so, but. I don't, I mean, can he ever be a a marquee player again? I I think that is, you know. It's crazy how quickly this stuff happens. Like, we'll be going into next season talking about, like, first off, Bell and Gurley both, we're going to be like, they really do seem washed up, which is crazy happens that quick. And then the question will be, is Zeke washed up too already? You know, it happens so quickly in fantasy. It's crazy. So, um yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what goes on next year. And this one, Kelsey, also seven for 98 and a touchdown. That guy's good. He's really good. He's going to be – he's going to be – you know, people are going to put him in that end of first round list next year. They really will. With the, this kind of – like the, the advantage you have at tight end with Travis Kelsey right now is just ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm not going to draft him that early, probably. Most likely not. But in a, in a um, auction league, I might go for it, honestly. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. Early second round, I the advantage would, he gives you. It's crazy. It, it it it's quite possible because if you can name me another tight end next year, even with anything that have happened, right, uh, injury or or just you know budding all star, whatever it may be, name me another tight end that gives you that automatic advantage. I mean, it's just not there. It's Kittle, not there. Kittle. We thought Kittle could get there, but the he, injury. He, he would shut- be the. Once again, he would be the only one that would be in the conversation, and but we're still waiting for it to happen. And he yep. had one game this year. He had an injury. 
but every like I, I was personally the guy that was very close to putting Kittle over Kelsey. I was like, they're they're neck and neck. I put Kelsey, and this was two years ago, yep. right? Not this year, two years ago. And he just didn't do it. And I kind of backed off of that. Yeah. I I don't know why you would do that now. So I mean, age would be the only thing that is competing for that. <laughs> Where it's kind of like, I mean, but you have Mahomes, you have everything in place. Watkins should be gone. Uh, so you have Tyreek Hill, but once again, these guys are not the possession wide receivers that that you have. Kelsey is that guy. So I think I feel like next year there's no doubt that come second round, I would unless tight end has different rules, which we've seen before. But I have no I have no doubt that uh, I would probably be okay with that. That's how crazy tight end has gotten, and how bad. Like if I'm being completely honest, if we're looking at the tight end position, we could have a whole discussion on you know, who runs into that second tier and who runs into that third and who is worth the money. I mean, but Travis Kelsey is the, the only one that is, you know, in that conversation of worthwhile. He will be his own tier next year. And then it's Kittle, Without Kittle and Waller will be tier two. Probably like, probably. Yeah. Probably. You know, there, there are good tier two, obviously Kelsey's just showing he's so far above everybody right now. Our pick of Kelsey at number five and the Scott fishbowl looks pretty good now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it got us to the semifinals and yeah, man, if, if Cam Newton had worked out, we, we had it, we had it right. We had Aaron Rodgers, right. We just we're, didn't yeah. have that next quarterback, right. We're almost, close. Antonio almost. Gibson, actually, it worked out really well. If he didn't get hurt for that week, we would have had a shot at it. Disappointing. But next year, we'll hopefully, hopefully be back next year. In that thing. Uh, for Atlanta here, Matt Ryan threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns. So solid game for Matt Ryan. One of those touchdowns went to Hayden Hurst. And the other one went to Laquan Treadwell. How about that? A former first-round pick of mine in a dynasty draft. I picked one spot out of Michael Thomas. Not something to be happy about. <laughs> well, luckily, I also had I also had that pick, and I picked Michael Thomas as well. But okay. I pick I picked seven and eight. I picked Treadwell and Michael Thomas. At least one of them worked out. Um, yeah. Calvin Ridley didn't catch the touchdown, but he was five caught five balls for one hundred and thirty yards. I tell you, game there. That guy, I will say, because he was obviously on a lot of people's you know miles as far as the breakout player. Yep. He has absolutely lived up to the hype. He is crazy good. He's going to be a very, very high pick. Um, we'll see what happens with that team next year. I mean, a lot thing, a lot of things could change, but Kelvin Ridley should remain a staple. He's going to be very good for many years. Not much from the rushing game. Edo Smith was the main back there, 10 for 46. Brian Hill was the second back. Gurley was now the third back. Wow. Um, that's all I can say. I don't see he's I don't think he's gonna be at the Atlanta Falcon next year. I don't know where Gurley's gonna be. This guy's what 26 years old? Is it what how old is Gurley? I I don't know. Let me I gotta look this up. Still pretty young. The only thing I can think of is you can get him at a what how old is he? He's 26, he'll be 27 to start next year, and he's like done already. Well, we'll see. I I do have to say this. You're on a bad team, right? The Atlanta Falcons were what four and ten before this, four and yeah, four and eleven now. Um Hey, I, maybe you're getting him for you can get him for a good contract and know that it did not matter how much you ran the ball with him because he had a lot of touchdowns leading up for the first half of the year. It, I don't think he did not look washed up, and maybe the second half of the year definitely took a toll. I mean, that could be part of it, but I think it was also because they're bad. Yeah. So maybe they're taking off the the pedal because they know they're getting a deal on him. They can sign him again and they can use him next year. That's right. what I'm hoping, but yours is probably more probable. <laughs> It, was, it could be. All right, how about next up? Jets, Browns. Jets win again. What happened? The Browns what don't happened? want to make. I don't know. The Browns don't want to make the playoffs apparently either. Like they're they this might. Is, 
They might not make the playoffs after this. This is um, infuriating. Sam Darnold, like Sam Darnold, did, did not want Trevor Lawrence anywhere near this team. <laughs> he wanted he, now he doesn't want Justin Fields anywhere near this team. So <laughs> I mean, you say that, but he was still only what fifty percent completion. Yeah, he wasn't very good. Two touchdowns. I mean, he had two touchdowns yeah. and no interceptions, but better, he's been better dog poo yeah. for the entire year. This is not saving his job. No, no. I'm just gonna say it. So uh, Crowder threw a touchdown pass to Barrios, which was. Interesting, not bad. And Crowder also caught a touchdown pass and was seven for ninety-two. So he had a huge day. Maybe which, he uh, play quarterback. His rating was one fifty-eight. <laughs> he, he he was in my draft Kings lineup today, so I felt pretty good about that. Oh, that is a cheat code. And then um, <laughs> threw a touchdown. You gotta be kidding me. Frank Gore led the led the attack fourteen of forty-eight on the ground. There we go. And then um yeah for the Cleveland ugly here for Baker twenty-eight of fifty-three, two eighty-five, no touchdowns, no picks. The running game, the yardage was just nothing. I mean, I guess we should say two. They had like no wide receivers for this game. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll give them that, but still. Very, very important to point out. Yeah. I don't think there's a completely Baker's yes. fault. No. He still had 285 yards, which is very good, and no interceptions. He just couldn't turn it into touchdowns. Right. You don't have a general, like Jarvis Landry. You obviously Beckham hurt way before this. You, you're really working with nothing. Yeah. And then when you can't get the, and they knew that. So they load up the box, they try to take him down, which they did. Very impressive. I mean, first of all, you know, golf clap to them. Even when you know all they're going to do is run, it is very difficult to stop that rushing attack. And yeah, to keep them. Nick Chubb at 11 carries for only 28 yards and one touchdown, and Cream Hunt for four to 11 and one touchdown, very good by them. I mean, that is very difficult to do. I don't want to crap on the Jets more than they need to because this was an excellent game played by them. But Browns should not still have lost. I mean, that is atrocious by them, but good for the Jets. All right, next up, Pittsburgh Colts. Pittsburgh wins 28-24 here. Roethlisberger threw for 342 and three touchdowns, threw into Juju, Deontay Johnson, and Eric Ebron. Claypool was then 454, Juju 9 for 96, Deontay Johnson 8 for 75. They have good receivers, really. They're going to, you know, it's a, it's a good group there. The running game's non-existent, though. James Conner led the way five carries, 20 yards, and did get a touchdown. If you happen to play James Conner, but um, they're just they're just going to throw the ball now. Not much, not much going on. Here's a question: uh, I, I this is real football, so we take a, a little bit of a uh, you know roundabout way. But I do. I wonder. I, I had a feeling that they were going to come back after that abysmal performance they had last time, right? And they've been on the slide. They were an undefeated team. Now they're twelve and three. Still very good. W- what do you? Like, how do you see them in the playoffs? Because you're absolutely right. Their defense, very, very good. As long as they're playing at their top thing. It might be, you know, to the extent of phenomenal if they're playing at their extent. Their passing game can be very, very good as well. Their rush game, though, when it comes to playoff time and you have to rush the ball, how much does this actually hurt them in this it, new age football? It can, it can a bit. I mean, that defense, I think, is going to help them quite a bit. So I'm not – okay, also the first round is going to matter so much on who gets that seven seed because right now it, it could be – if it's Miami or Cleveland, it would be an interesting game. If it's like Miami or the Colts again, they have a better chance. But if it ends up being Baltimore, I'm not so certain that Pittsburgh is getting by the first round if they're the two seed, which I think they will be. Um, yeah, I, you know, I would like to see them run a little bit better than this. Then. That, I mean, if they could run the ball with that defense, this would be tough to beat. But obviously the running game has just not been there these last few weeks. And maybe that's part of the reason they were losing. In this game, I thought maybe they're going to lose again. They were about to drop four straight. But um, 
you know, they, hey, they pulled it off, but yeah, they need to run a little better than this. How about for the Colts here? Rivers threw for 270, touchdown a pick, threw the touchdown to Zach Pascal. Jonathan Taylor on the ground was 18 carries, 74 yards, two touchdowns, just keeps doing it. And uh, I know John's probably not listening to this, but John, you made it. You screwed up taking Taylor out of that lineup and putting Kareem Hunt in. What a moron! I don't know. I uh, personally, I don't know why. He did that. <laughs> I was, I was, I was not about to like text him and tell him what to do. But as soon as he texted that, I was like, "As that's the wrong move. <laughs> like that's not the way to go." Hunt is a very good player, but Jonathan Taylor is guaranteed. You know what I mean, hey. the last, the, especially the last few weeks, I should say. I know Pittsburgh is very good, but that that's where you overthink yourself. Well. um, I, I, I was happy to see it happen to him. So. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is. I'm, I'm still, I'm still bitter from Amari Cooper. A few Dude, years three, ago. three straight for the East. Um, the same. I'm still bitter about Amari Cooper. I'm sorry. I'll cheer for my side. Why not? Uh, yeah, I won't cheer for my side. <laughs> All right. Next up, Bears, Jacksonville. Jacksonville wraps up the Trevor Lawrence um, number one pick right there with that <laughs> loss. In Trubin- an impressive way, by the way. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Trubisky threw for 265, two touchdowns a pick. Montgomery just keeps it going. 23 carries, 95 yards a touchdown. Not as great as some of the other games, but this is still, fantasy-wise, he's been great. But we knew he was going to be with the schedule he had. I'm not going to be comp- – I'm not sold. Like, I already put – I put some early, early, early 2021 rankings out just because it's always interesting to see what people think. And I believe I put uh, Montgomery, which I don't even know if this – this might be too high – I put him 15 for next year and people were, um, that's about right. I would probably have him late teens. Yeah. Well, I put it, I think let's see here, 15 and people were like, Oh yo, he needs to be much higher. I don't think so. I disagree. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, this was scheduled. Yeah. Here's the thing. You have a good schedule in the end, which is when he really did well, he didn't do well in the first half of the season. Yep. You also, I'm assuming you probably get a passing game that is a little bit better than what you've been doing, even if you don't uh, figure out your quarterback situation, if it's the same ones, you should be a little bit better. Um, they've been passing fine. They've been passing okay of late. Like, But Allen Robinson is a huge part of that. I know that has been a contract dispute. Uh, I feel like, and you're only eight and seven. Like, It's not like you were some phenomenal team, uh, you know, I think Montgomery has been benefiting very much from that. And if, if they were even going to go that way, why wouldn't you add another running back? I know that sounds crazy, but if you, if that's going to be your identity, yeah. you know, you can't just have it Montgomery on his own it, as a bruiser, as a guy that can really pound it out. You, you would have to add someone. So I don't know. I, I like what he's done. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not a huge fan going into next year. I would love to have him as like a running back three. That's a steal. Yeah. Running back too, I think you're, yeah, you're, you're taking your chances. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. I think this was so schedule based that he's going to get overhyped for next year and not going to be somebody I'll have on my team. Uh, For Jacksonville, Glennon started through for 211, two touchdowns, two picks, threw a touchdown to Chark, touchdown to Chanel. I like LaVisca, Chanel, and Chark next year a lot better if they have Trevor Lawrence as quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to get overboard. Like somebody was already asking today, like, where would we rank Trevor Lawrence for next year if he's with Jacksonville? And, I mean, it's going to be like 20th, you know, like well, it's going to be like where we put Burrow this year, I'm guessing. Yeah, Same, kind here's of the thing about about quarterbacks, especially they go up a lot slower, unless you're a running quarterback, they go up a lot slower than the people around them. And and I, what you said is dead on. Shark and Chenault being young, talented wide receivers, 
they will get a huge bump from Lawrence, but he will not get that that same kind of you know disposition because hey, there you know you have interceptions, yeah. you have a lot of things to learn, and you're probably still not going to be a great team. <laughs> so you know, th- there's a lot of people. I mean, there's a reason why Aaron Rodgers and the same people show up in the top ten almost every year, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. usually seven out of ten of them are the same. And um, it, it, Justin Herbert was really, really good as a rookie this year, but that's not always normal. I'll say that. I don't, I don't expect like Trevor Lawrence to come in and be like what Justin Herbert did this year. And Justin Herbert had some really good receivers. I think Lawrence left some good receivers, but they're not like Keenan Allen. You know, so he, He's a very interesting one. I mean, you bring that up. I, I think he surprised everyone, let's be honest, yeah. uh, for how well he did. Where does he wind up? And I think he's, I think, next year, I think he's a top ten quarterback next year. The way he okay. played, so. I think I think I agree with that. But where in the top ten? I think this is where the, the difference is going to be because you do have a lot of guys. I mean, is he going to be a, above Lamar Jackson? This is this no, is going to be the question. No, so I don't have him above Lamar. This is where he he either falls to me like okay, I I think I'd rather have him than Deshaun Watson because I don't feel like Deshaun Watson really. I don't know. I mean, he has Will Fuller, but I don't know. If, if so, I, I actually agree with you. If they don't improve that wide receiver yeah, core, that's where. Yeah, it just as right now today, he's gonna be. He's he's behind behind Mahomes and Kyler and Josh Allen and Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson for sure. And then he's gonna be in that discussion with Deshaun and Aaron Rodgers and Dak coming back from the injury. He's right there with those guys. I think, I think that's like, he's, he's in this, I mean, the quarterback, you can mix them around so many different ways. I don't know how you rank. I think, I mean, Mahomes is clearly number one, right? Mahomes is number one. And then after that, I don't know what you want to do with it. Honestly. Yeah. Right. I know. Um, I agree with you. I like that a lot. I like, um, I, I think at the end of it, here's, here's my, my worry. <laughs> it's like when it comes to Herbert, he has outperformed everyone's expectations. I would put him in the top 10, that which should be enough of a pat on the back. But I've also seen plenty of quarterbacks fall off second year. And yeah. I think that is a real possibility. Him and Dak, I, I, I think they're in the same discussion. I think I would, you know, Watson is going to be one of those. That it, it I worry about. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, because of the running ability and the, the fact that he's been able to make it work this year. I would maybe I'd give him that like the slight edge, but those three, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is above him. But know, I think those three is going to be an interesting one because Dak yeah. would be ahead, but that injury was severe. I know. I don't know if I trust that. Yeah. And have they, and have people figured out Herbert or will they be able to, you have a, you know, half a year worth of footage to watch. And I don't want to keep bringing this up, but we saw how, how quickly they caught on to other quarterbacks, such as, you saw how, how bad Daniel Jones was this year. We saw how, how poor Baker Mayfield was his second year. And he hasn't even gotten back to where he was his rookie year, even this third. He's been better, but it hasn't been where he was at. That is a, a true possibility. So well, look what happened to Carson Wentz, you know? I mean, that it, Jared Goff, it happened, it happened to Goff too. Like, you know, it happens to him a lot. People like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, I mean, at this point, even Russell Wilson. Uh, those guys that have been doing it for years now, you have to give them so much more credit because the it is just on them every year to improve and figure out different ways. You cannot take a year off. And that's why Peyton Manning, people like that are so impressive. I mean, it also is why 
those guys always show up in the top 10 usually. Right. And what was it? Aaron Rodgers? We, they thought like everyone's saying he fell off. I will proudly say we did not think he did. We were promoting him like crazy on this, but because he ended up number 11th last year or whatever it was. And, you know, he had no help whatsoever. Devontae Adams was hurt half the year. And now it just shows like a good quarterback, truly good quarterback is going to be a good quarterback. Herbert, a lot of talent. I don't think he's quite there yet. And I think he could be inside, outside of that, that top 10 really easily. But yeah, it's a very fun conversation to have. We're going to have a lot more like that. I'm sure coming up for sure. All right. Next up Ravens, Giants, Ravens win 27, 13. Lamar continues his good playoff run here. Uh, 183 yards passing, two touchdowns, ran 13 times for 80 yards. Just a really, really solid day there. Gus Edwards, 15 carries, 85 yards. Dobbins, 1177. Solid games for both of them. Mark Andrews, six for 76. Marquise Brown caught himself a touchdown. But Lamar just kept, you know, a good playoff run. So if you stuck with him or if you traded for him, you feel pretty good. It, it worked out, I think, pretty well for you. Giants, really not much here. Daniel Jones threw for a touchdown. Threw it to Sterling Shepard, who was nine for 77. So he had a solid game. But Wayne Gallman only carried the ball six times for 27 yards. So not, not much for the Giants. Then how about Bengals, Texans? Bengals win 37 31, which is actually kind of a surprise today, um, in a way, with starting Brandon Allen, who went 29 to 37 for 371 and two touchdowns. Very solid day for Brandon Allen. Kind of went off. Huh? He did. <laughs> Very impressive. Yep. T. Higgins caught six of those balls for 99 yards of touchdown. Alec, Alex Erickson, I remember that name from last year. I haven't heard about I haven't heard him like at all this year. Six for 88. Geo caught seven balls for 66. AJ Green, four for 64. Samaje Pirine, four for 41. He also ran the ball 13 times for 95 yards and two touchdowns. That guy's getting himself a second look in his career here. Like, uh, it was really surprising. Did I mean Smaje P. Ryan? He's one of those days where if you played him in the fantasy playoffs for or the championship today for some odd reason, you had to. He's winning people titles. Yeah, I mean, that, that's crazy to me. Hundred what? Hundred and thirty? What? Hundred thirty-six total, total yards, two touchdowns. That's a massive game right there. Really, really solid. Did not expect that. You probably didn't play Smaje P. Ryan, but hey, you know, <laughs> I don't know too many people. Somebody did. did. Somebody did. Yeah, one person did. I mean, it would not have been because of us. <laughs> so for Houston, Deshaun Watson threw for 324 and three touchdowns. Really solid there. Brandon Cooks, seven for 141 and touchdown. I mean, Brandon Cooks, that guy's talented, but you can never trust him. It's so, it's just. I mean, I mean you can't, but he's done well this year. And yes. drafted him very low. Like, I, I, I mean, I was a big proponent of his. I love the guy, so I'm going to give him, you know, more love. He really has, like, he has stayed relevant. I mean, that's all I can say. Like, he keeps getting passed around, but I don't know why he keeps getting passed around. That's a big question. I know. It's he, another one. He's going to probably be ranked down there next year. I, I mean, look at be. these numbers. Yeah. Seven for 141 and a touchdown. Yeah. Well, then how about David Johnson today? 12 for 128 and a touchdown. He caught three balls for 11 yards and a touchdown as well. So David Johnson has all of a sudden – he did something if you play if you if you had David Johnson in your title game today. Hey, there he goes. No, let's be honest, you did not. <laughs> hey, it happened in our league. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I know that's true, but you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I just I can't get behind it. Uh, all right, here we go. Final one of this episode. We got Chargers beat the Broncos 19-16 in a game that wasn't terribly interesting. Uh, Herbert, we talked a little bit, 253 and a touchdown for him in this one. Threw that touchdown to Eckler. You know, not a lot going on here without Keenan Allen. It kind of, you know, 
hurts that offense. Austin Eckler invented the ball 10 times for 45 yards. Broncos, Drew Locke. There's the Drew Locke I know and love. <laughs> Threw for 264, no touchdowns, two picks. And he did run for a touchdown. Hey, I'll give him that. Melvin Gordon led the way, 17 carries, 79 yards. Really not much in the air there. Noah Fant, 6 for 65. Deshaun Hamilton, 5 for 77. Not, not, not the greatest of days there for a fantasy overall in that game, but all right, that'll do it for part one of our week 16 recap. We'll be back tomorrow with the last, you know, we got seven more games to talk about for you. Talk to you guys then.